welcome to Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. Happy New Year! We are back and so excited about all the amazing books coming out this year. Today we're catching up about what we got up to over the break, what we read and what we're excited for in 2024. so far oh that felt weird to say 2024 yeah I've kind of forgotten that it's already 2024 um it has been lovely I went to Copenhagen over the break saw New Year's in in with some fireworks and now work's gone a bit mental so yeah it's very much um like I had a very busy first week back yeah horrid yeah. Not nice. My first day was a bit quiet because loads of people were off. So I was like, eat yourself in. Like, <laughs> fucking God, I did. Because now I'm like, ah! mad. I know, horrid. And it's, you know, we were saying before the Christmas break, we were like, oh, you know, that's a problem for 2024, Lauren. Mm. Yeah, hate that bitch. No, I Ruining still, my life. I still love 2023, Jess, because she made me a lovely little list called First Week Back and my tasks were split into categories. And so I was like, this is all I need to achieve in my first week back oh that is so helpful do you know what past and present Jess they really get each other and... they really like each other they yeah. get on past yeah. and present Lauren don't <laughs> we're, we're, we're in sync <laughs> um what else did you do over the festive break what did I do I we had a squid games oh actually someone dm'd us and asked for details about that and I promised we'd talk about it on the podcast so we, we, right. better, we better give the details all right crack on Okay, so I invited Lauren, our other friend, and the plus ones over for a Squid Game, and I sent them the Squid Games invite that they get given in the TV program as a picture, and I said, you are invited to the Squid Games, and I think I said there will be no prize money or deaths, just just covering our bases. Uh, just, you know, don't overpromise. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a chalkboard from my wedding so I created that into Squid Games and put the logo on it I texted my neighbor like have you got a pink chalk pen I need it for the Squid Game logos <laughs> going all out and then did six or seven rounds that were all based on challenges in either Squid Games or Squid Game the Challenge and the first one was oh, uh, Dachi which is that like origami folded piece of paper that you one is on the ground and use the other one to hit on it in the first tv show it's where he's like slapping him all the time and playing this game um watch the youtube video on how to make it watch the man in the youtube video successfully flip the thing can it be flipped lauren <laughs> <laughs> well it eventually did didn't it with a but lot of effort it took uh, i mean Everyone was having a go at it for about 20 minutes. And then at the end of the night, someone did it, which yeah. then made everyone very competitive at trying to also be able to achieve it. Apart from me, having already put so much energy into it pre the night, I was like, I'm never playing this game again. It makes me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that I just just did that as a humbling welcome game. It wasn't one of the rounds because it was yeah. impossible to complete. Then we had red light, green light. Mm-hmm. And instead of 
I wanted it to be that everybody could participate and it wasn't elimination, it was points. So it was that you had to shoot cups down with a Nerf gun. And once you got one down, that was a green light and you could move forward. Um, we weren't amazing at that, were we, Laura? I was awful. Yeah, I, I think got you one. Got, what, yeah, I got three out of five, this is. <laughs> but that's one okay. One is pretty tragic. <laughs> and this was, oh, hang on, the soundtrack. This was all oh, to yeah. like a remixed red light, green light, which honestly bangs. I'll put it on stories. <laughs> uh, what was round? Oh, God. Round two was Dalgona, which is the honeycomb yeah. in the silver tins. So I bought these silver tins on eBay that come with the umbrella the star the triangle the circle a needle and the tins and then looked up recipes online it took us I, i'm pretty sure it was 11 attempts in the end to get it right because you have to make it then it, it all happens really fucking fast and you've got to pour it out and then you need to flatten it and then you need to put the shape in it oh my god would Sounded not recommend stressful. would not recommend making honeycomb as a relaxing activity <laughs> so far i've made this sound like a really stressful thing <laughs> and i think it was kel who said um you know, when you watch that one on TV, you're like, why are they being so aggressive? <laughs> Obviously, it's going to break. And I think three of us broke ours, in, in, like, immediately. Yeah. She, <laughs> on the TV show, when, like, the hack is to lick it, she instantly put her tongue on it, but, like, burst her tongue through the thing. <laughs> so she, like, broke it in half with her tongue. And, yeah, no one completed that one. I was like, wow, I'm really, really glad that, I used so much sugar and spent 11 times yeah. making the honeycomb crystal instantly break. <laughs> yeah. But very fun. Another soundtrack for that. Uh, what was next? Then we did the marbles game where we all chucked marbles, but it was actually dice because I don't own marbles. And I was, I was quite good at that. Yeah. That was like into string on the floor like they do in mm -hmm. the sand. Um, oh, the, the, my favorite one. Stepping stones. Yeah. This is my fave. So I was like, look, am I actually going to make stepping stones that break? How are they going to be reusable for everyone? This sounds crazy. And so I used pieces of paper to make the stepping stones. And then actually every person had to open a little piece of paper that had their root on it. So they would choose one and give it to everyone else. And then we could see which of their tiles were good ones and which ones were bad ones. And you had three tries to get to the other side so you had to remember the route so if you died you'd get shot with the nerf gun and have to start again so you'd have to remember and i did not complete times. it did you complete i did it? nice one of our friends did the did whole thing one. in one go that was yeah that, that was, was yeah crazy yeah he's well really inside your mind he actually won in the end yeah he did yeah so this is unsurprising and he also got the origami he, thing he flipped the deck chair, yeah oh, he was the real winner yeah <laughs> We should have seen it coming. Uh, what else was there? There was something else. Oh, we played We played around a Yeltsin with the dice because in the challenge yes. there's a dice round, so we just fluffed that out a bit. Um, yeah, fun. Fun to do it something. It was so much fun. Yeah. It was um, unusual and competitive, but also in a way that, like you say, because no one got out, yeah. it was fun for everyone. So every everyone could play every round, which 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Worth the effort, I think. Worth the effort. Yeah. I say on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. I like to organize things. Oh, yeah. I made everyone numbers as well that they yeah. had to wear. Yeah. I was 004. Fun. I was 003. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else happened? Over well, now I'm thinking, look, the traitors is back. Am I doing a traitors night? <sighs> Have you watched it yet? Hang on. Because you hadn't even no. watched the first series. Nope. You must. Okay. 
because the first episode of series two is not as exciting as the first episode of series one. Okay. In series one, there's like three twists within the first 15 minutes that is like absolutely unreal viewing. So series two, after three episodes, I'm now like, yes, we are fucking back with the traitors, but you should watch series one so you don't miss out on all those fun twists. Okay. Maybe I'll do it tonight. I've got a free night tonight. Oh my God. I'm so jealous of you. You're going to have the best night ever. I'm going to have a bath and maybe I'll watch it in the bath. Unreal scenes. I've been looking yeah. forward to it all week. Yeah, this is great. Okay. Yeah. Because also they've got us on the hook for season two. Like you can't binge them all in one go. So you should absolutely spend your time yeah. binging season one. Mm. Okay. Um, which actually perfectly brings us on to yeah. book chat, actually. Squid Games and the Traces. Because this book is sold as Traces Me Squid Game. Um, and the <laughs> like book. Like we found it. Yeah. So the book is The Escape Room by L.D. Smithson. Lauren, you want to drop the up? I do. Everything is a clue. Bonnie arrives on a remote sea fort off the coast of England to take part in a mysterious reality TV show. Competing against seven strangers, she must solve a series of puzzles to win the prize money. But this is no game, and the consequences of failure are deadly. No one leaves. Under scrutiny from the watching public, the contestants quickly turn on each other. Who will sacrifice the most for wealth and fame? And why can't Bonnie shake the creeping sense that they are not alone? The only way out is to win. And when the first contestant is found dead, Bonnie begins to understand the dark truth at the heart of the twisted competition. There's a killer inside the fort and anyone could be next. If Bonnie wants to escape, she needs to win. Are you ready to play? Mm. And actually, I wouldn't say there is, like, the description makes it sound like there's a secret person killing them all, but actually they're all dying because they're getting locked in rooms, right? Yeah, yeah, they're dying from the games within the rooms. Yeah, interesting. Like, beaten, what's it, beaten by, like, pummeled by balls, and they either need to hit the balls away from them or they get pummeled until they die. Yeah, it's actually and quite they get brutal. Left with no like food or water. Food or, or water. That was right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very funny. I struggled to get into it at first, mm. and I don't. know I didn't why. actually. Okay. I, think I was in it. I was in it right from the start. I found it really. I think just curious because I yeah. knew that that something sh- like something Shit was dark gonna go was going to start yeah. happening. So I was like, let's get into it. Um, and because you sort of know that you're all you're like looking clues everywhere which is what you meant to do also with the game yeah yeah and the day after I finished this I did uh the escape room <laughs> and I was like please don't die did you don't yeah. die. <laughs> um but yeah it's very good so you sort of start and you're meeting all of these personalities I think that's maybe why I didn't get into it because I was trying to learn everyone's names and who they were and it doesn't help it's not a spoiler to say but Bonnie actually goes in in the place of her sister Clara who won the place in the competition so I was also like Bonnie Clara like trying to learn those names but you yeah. do learn them fairly fast so. yeah and they and when they're actually inside the escape room and Bonnie is pretending to be Clara I noticed that they didn't really use her name a lot yeah. when she was in the room and I think that was the author trying to be like look let's not confuse things <laughs> even more here <laughs> yeah and then she has, there's a few different personalities in there and you're like I found myself sort of rooting for certain people over mm. others even though like hadn't really met them and then shit starts to get a bit dark in that one person gets trapped in their room. 
and they're like, and, no, this is just the game. Oh, it's a TV show, so obviously they're going to be fine. Like, yeah, they're not going to let and they, and they don't even think about it, do they? They just go off for lunch, and it's not until two days later that someone's like, have we have we checked to make sure he has actually left, like gone? And yeah. no, everyone's like, stop being ridiculous. And then they go down and they actually look through the letterbox. Well, fun fact. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to like watching Fort Boyard and Crystal Maze. I genuinely thought that if you didn't get out of the room in time, you were locked in there for life. And so I watched it. And when the great, tigers come out with Fort great panic, because I was like, their life is over. You've got to get out. Got to get out. Leave the crystal behind. Right. So this book is actually my line. Like this is what I <laughs> thought it would be. So if I went into this, I would straight away be like, "Well, they're dead." Yeah. <laughs> Cut your losses. Every man for themselves. I did. Um. I did think like, what would I be like in this challenge? Like, would I act defeatist? Like, mm. do you know what? One person's coming out alive is not going to be me. Like, yeah. What what would I do? And when they all start turning on each other as well, it's like, come on guys, like this is just a waste of your time. But what else is there to do? They also like, there's some moments where they just turn all the lights off yeah, and play music that like hurts your eardrums. It's so loud for hours and hours and hours. So no one can see, they don't have food or water and they turn the heating up. Honestly, it's this book is, really fucked up they start being tortured i can't believe they don't realize sooner that this is clearly not a tv show <laughs> like, yeah they're like but, mm, it must be fine it's all televised and it's like but who's running it yeah and how do you know it's televised obviously it's being there are cameras and they can see an ongoing twitter feed of uh people's reactions to the contestants on twitter also called twitter not x quite funny um oh, oh yeah yeah and like some of them are getting trolled and some, you know, they take it quite personally. Yeah, it um, adds, that added a fun element, I think. It did. And I started to think, oh, I wonder if this was on Squid Game or Traitors, which obviously they can't because it's not filmed live, but would it make people act differently and that sort yeah. of thing? It did add a fun, fun element yeah. to it. Really fucked up. Really yeah. great. Loved yeah. it. But actually, we can't talk about loads of it. No, I know. But on the fuck, it's like then reaches the point where it's like twist after twist after twist after twist. I was like, what? what? Like didn't see any of them coming. <laughs> no, neither did I. Loved I didn't it. see any of them coming. And I think that's why I found this book so engrossing because the many books of this type, you're like, well, obviously everything's not as it seems. And obviously <laughs> this is going to be what happens. And that's just not what this is at all. Yeah. Yeah. It was very fun. A really good thriller. And I haven't read a yeah. thriller in a while. So I was like, yeah. yes. I mean, yeah. this one is right on my street. I'm going to an escape room like in a week. Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah. So yeah, very fun. Um, and so it publishes on the 29th of February, a little leap year baby. Um, and so I thought also it might be fun in this episode if we share some of the other exciting releases uh, that this spring is going to see. Mm-hmm. So one that we are very excited about, everyone knows how much we loved Cleopatra and Frankenstein by Coco Mellis. And remember when we interviewed her, how she told us she was writing book two at the time. And this was a couple of years ago now. Well, guys, book two is coming out this spring. It is called Blue Sisters. And it's actually, it's been pushed back to May, actually. the Yeah. And I wonder if that's date. because we still haven't seen the cover artwork. And I'm like, are they trying to make it as beautiful as Cleopatra and Frankenstein? Oh, and that's yeah. why it's being pushed back. 
also Coco has just had her baby so I'm wondering yeah. if she's waiting to actually have a proper maternity leave before yeah which she... is totally fair <laughs> yeah um but that is going to be so exciting I mean obviously yeah there's just we love we loved her first book we posted well, we loved, our review yeah we loved Blue, Blue Sisters, Sisters but we're not going to talk about it now because it yeah, I know. a whole episode and also, I I genuinely need time to process how I'm going to be able to talk about it. So Aww. come back to me in like three months. <laughs> um, but pre-order you, it now because it definitely deserves yeah. it. Do you want to drop the synopsis for now, Lauren, to see if people want to pre-order and they've missed our review because Instagram's so busy? Yeah, good point. Okay, Blue Sisters tells the story of three exceptional and exceptionally different sisters as they return to their family home in New York from their respective lives in Paris, London and LA in the wake of the death of their beloved fourth sister. As they're reunited whilst attempting to cope with this terrible loss, they must navigate addiction, grief and ambition and learn what it takes to fall in love with life again. I just mm. got chills reading that. Yeah. And I really don't like to read books about death where they concern me. So like there is one book of Taylor Jenkins read called Forever Interrupted. And I'm absolutely not going to read it because I don't want to be sad about I remember you saying a couple this. like I'm just yeah. I'm not reading it. So she's lucky that I read this because it's about a dead sister and I can't really cope with that. But luckily yeah. she was already dead. Yeah. So I, I think true. that helped. But yeah, yeah worth the read. <laughs> oh. It's just, I have chills talking about it. Yeah. And um, it's so beautiful. Like yeah. it's one of those books where I finished it and had no words, but I also had so many feelings. Yeah. A lot of underlining. Ooh. Yeah. And I did yeah, it in a blue so pen. many quotes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, stay tuned. At some point we'll talk about it. But for okay. now, get your pre-order in. Yeah. Um, one that I'm going to reco that we haven't read, but I know it's going to be fab. Uh, you might remember that Bethany Rutter joined us on the podcast and she talked about her fabulous book, Welcome to Your Life. And she's got a new book coming out in February. So it's releasing in time for Valentine's and it's called Big Day Energy. I'll drop a brief snap. Serial monogamist Fran has waited years for her chance to be single and now's her time to shine. She wants to date as much as she can. She's got big day energy, but her mum has other ideas. She's desperate for Fran to find real love and nominates her for a new TV dating show, The Meet Cute, which promises to pair people with their perfect match. And when Fran walks onto the set, hoping for a bit of a laugh and a story to tell, she's confronted with Ivy, her first love, her high school romance, and the one that got away. Ooh. And Bethany's writing is just like so fab and readable. I'm yeah, buzzing. it is. I can't wait. I, I think that's going to be amazing. Um, on that note, I saw Love is Blind is being sued again uh because <laughs> by one of the contestants for just uh cruel conditions or something um which is making me i wanna feel like this <laughs> want to watch it yeah but also like i think that's a really interesting topic of like you know dating shows and are they ethically moral yeah. especially in the likes of this where they know they're putting you in with people you know yeah. on the outside and that's part of like why love is blind is being sued because they're intentionally like causing trauma to people's lives it's so i think it's be really interesting mm. yeah what was the book i want to watch is that what it's called the book i really loved that was like a play yes. on the bachelor yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. That, yeah really good so i'm excited for this um, oh um 
And there are two more books we're also very excited about, but the authors are going to be joining us on the podcast. Fingers crossed, all going well. Touch wood, touch wood. (laughs) Uh, So let's just leave that as a surprise for everyone. Don't want to jinx it. Yeah. So that's that's enough of that. (laughs) Any reading goals for 2024, Lauren? What have you written in your reading journal for this year? I haven't done my targets for this year yet. Actually, that was my thing that I was going to do tonight when I go um, have my bath. I was going to light some candles. I was going to do mm. some reflection um, and think about what my targets would be. I've actually started off this year with some, like, I'm really into the reading energy. Mm. Um, so I was thinking earlier, like, even if it's just like one or two pages before bed, try and commit to reading every day. So I've sort of gotten out of the habit of that and been watching like TV before bed. And I don't really want to do that. I'm going to try and yeah. have less screen time before bed and more just reading. Yeah, I've actually done that every night this week. And as a result, I've had a really late night every week, every night <laughs> this week, because I like can't put my book down. Um, but it's been really nice. Each night I'm like, yes, I can't wait to go to bed and read my book. So yeah. <laughs> my reading light really helps. I just have, I still can turn all the lights off and oh. just pop on my, um, what are they called? The clip light. Yeah, the clip light. From but you Inter- said last year that you fall asleep. What are you going to do to actually stay awake? <laughs> I can't. That's <laughs> it. And that's why I don't read before bed because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to fall asleep after a page anyways. But I'm just going to embrace that this year. Fine. Yeah, just just read a book a page at a time. Yeah. <laughs> no qualms. Yeah, fine. Let That be fun. How long does this take you to read? It'll be like a 360-page book will take you literally all year because it's just one page a night. Yeah, that's fun. True. <laughs> um well what about you what are yours oh I haven't really done them because I kind of like the way I'm reading okay <laughs> there's always an audiobook on the go there's always whether audio. that's borrow box or spotify and I've nearly yeah. used I've got one more audible credit to get rid of and then as I said I'm ending that so I like the way that's going I'm enjoying reading in bed each night nice and yeah I'm just there's so many good books coming out that I'm just really excited for so I'm like read yeah um but a lot of my goals are carrying over because it's like read more of this person's backlog read this book or get reread this because you liked it that kind of vibe you know nice yeah yeah I've also got um I like I think my reading got disrupted when I started having to go back into the office I'm now in the office like three or four days a week and because I don't really get a seat I've stopped reading Mm. on the train but now I've just started like just holding my book and standing, even if it yeah. is like really busy and crowded. Um, and that's helped a lot because you can get so much reading done on the train. Yeah. Um, so I've just started doing that again this year. Oh, nice. It's the only reason I wish I went into the office more than once a month, but obviously I'm not about to go into the office more than once a month, but they're like such a good reading day. Get like yeah. two hours of solid reading. And sometimes when I hop onto the tube, I have to stand, but I just stand with my books. It also makes standing a bit more bearable. Yeah. That's why I tend, what I have been doing is having an audio book in my ears whilst I walk to the station. Mm-hmm. Keep it in my ears. Don't, not playing it, obviously, when I'm on the train, but then I switch to reading a book. Mm-hmm. And just having headphones in your ears, I think helps block out some of yeah. the like stress of the surroundings. And then when I get off the train, put the book back away and put the audiobook back on until I walk into the office. We are winning. Sometimes it is a bit of jarring to go from I was just listening to a thriller and reading um, 
like a love story and that was quite jarring but... I think that's better because if you were doing two thrillers at once, you wouldn't know which plot you oh, yeah. were in. No, yeah, yeah. So I think they actually have to be completely different. They do, yeah. It's just well, like shift your mindset on like, yeah. okay, brace yourself to be scared. Now get ready to start swooning. Yeah, get in the love zone. Yeah, I'm excited for you. This sounds good. Because yeah. you have to go into the office quite a few times. So this is like such good making use of that time. I know it really is. Um, and then you can write all your reviews in your reading journal. We have Lauren. I don't know if you saw. I mean, I know you would have seen. I'm absolutely obsessed with the person that ordered a reading journal at 10:30 p.m. on New Year's Eve. I think that was fabulous. <laughs> I didn't see the timing. No. <laughs> yeah, I looked at the time and I was like, "Love that for you. <laughs> Love that at the last." You are you like, really. You were like, "Shit! I need to sort my reading out in 2024. Let me buy a reading journal." <laughs> We um, love how many orders have been coming in over the new year as well. So many of you are clearly setting your reading goals. Mm. And if you want to be part of that, obviously the book Reco's reading journey journal is the perfect way to hold you accountable. Yeah. And if you have bought one, I fucking love seeing people use it, coloring in the book, seeing how they use yeah. it as well. Cause people use it yeah, in different same. ways. So please tag us. Cause I'd love to yeah. see it. Yeah. Um, and thanks for all your purchases. Happy reading. 2024 is going to be a good year, I've decided. Big reading energy. Big reading. Is that the title of this episode? Yeah. Has there <laughs> been enough big reading energy for, for it to warrant that title? It's it's the it's the energy we're taking into the year. We're talking about the books yes. that are coming out this year. Let's talk about the energy we're bringing with it. Okay. Big reading energy, folks. See you there. <laughs> much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode like subscribe leave a rating and review it costs you nothing but it genuinely means the world to us and don't forget to share our podcast with your reading buddy because they might like to listen as well and if you don't already then follow us on instagram at book recos for funnily enough more book recommendations see you next week we'll be here